Hi, my name is Dr. Keith McLaughlin. I am your host. This is the Limitless Life Podcast. I want to thank you so much for, of course, tuning into us and enjoying this free healing information as we document my healing journey as well as my journey of helping other clients heal. Ultimately, I hope you take this back to your life and you really level up to your limitless life. Enjoy. And as a reminder, as always, nothing that's said on this podcast is a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always make sure to seek out the proper physician or healthcare practitioner for care. A topic I really wanted to focus on today was... I really want to take in the concept of the difference between curing versus healing. And these are something that we typically don't societally separate. Just due to the medical field, we kind of have coupled them together. But I want you to kind of put in a new perspective or a new thought process on it. Again, you know, I'm not telling you this is how you got to think about it. But ultimately, healing is more about quality of life. It's more about your spiritual life, your spiritual walk, your connection with how you show up every day, right? It might be your philosophical approach. It might be um, your healing approach. It might be your journey, however it might show up. But what healing ultimately is, is changing you as a person. So this might not include necessarily disease resolution. Uh, Disease resolution is more on the side of curing. That's more of what the medical model is looking to do, which there's nothing wrong for that, with that. Um, ultimately, it's an amazing thing that we have. I love the fact that literally you could get in a car accident and within minutes you're already in the hospital um, getting sewn back together and somebody saving your life. I mean, that's something that we have that is absolutely awesome to have and have available at such a, a quick, fast pace. Now, that being said, oftentimes we get the two really mixed up, and I'm going to talk more about this, is oftentimes we think of my subjective experience is tied to the objective reality of what is going on, right? So I might have, let's say, you know, degeneration in the low back, right? And we think, well, you know, if I have degeneration in the low back, then I must have low back pain. But there's tons of cases of people where they have severe degeneration in their spine, and yet they have no pain. So this this kind of gets interesting into when we start looking at like what is the actual relationship between me feeling pain and a disease process going on, right? Um, so I'm more concerned about the subjective experience, and the subjective experience is t- typically linked to you as a whole person, right? How you are showing up, and this is kind of where we start stepping into the realm of holistic healthcare, right? Uh, the term holo actually means whole, right? So how are you showing up as a whole? are all your parts talking to each other, right? And that, that that's ultimately what I'm looking at is how well are all your parts talking to each other, right? Is your right foot on the same page as your left shoulder? You might be like, oh, well, who cares about that? What does that have to do with anything? Um, it has a lot, the interconnectedness of the body is a very important aspect of it. Um, that might be the actual cause of your shoulder misaligning and then you having pain and this, da, 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 da. Um, you have tons of connections in your body. So keep in mind that it all needs to be cohesively working together. So instead, when we start looking at the body as a whole system, then we need to take it in as a whole when we work on it as well. Um, So oftentimes somebody comes in, they say, well, I have stomach pain. I'm like, okay, that's cool. you got stomach pain. But how is the whole person coming into the stomach pain, 
right? Coming into this association with the subjective experience of I have pain in my belly, right? Is this coming into, you know, the relationship with their wife and because the relationship of their wife, um, they're stressed out and because they're stressed out, they're stress eating and that stress eating is leading to their stomach being turned over every, every single night. Right. So that might be an association with it. Maybe they don't like their wife's cooking and they feel shameful about that. Right. And they put on that shame. So every time they go to eat it, they're experiencing some emotional experience of shame. And when we go into that experience, that emotional experience, it creates a stress response in our body. And our body goes into fight or flight, which is not designed to digest well, right? So ultimately what happens is because of the inability to digest, that leads to different types of problems. And it's losing to dysfunction in our body. We start losing our normal function um, just to do baseline stuff, such as digesting with the stomach, right? So ultimately, I'm starting to what I'm trying to get at is I, I want to take in the person as a whole. I want you to think about this in regards to your life is ultimately um, what is in your totality of your experience with the focality of what's going on? You might come in and say, well, my shoulder hurts. What is going on in the total experience of you as a human being right now that might be in relation to the shoulder? Oftentimes I find it's never really one thing. Like there's often like a searching method of trying to find the one thing that, you know, messed up your shoulder. And ultimately it's, it's not really one thing. There might've been one thing that finally did it for you. And often I could like, you could use this analogy, right? If I have a cup full of water, right? And I pour maybe just a couple milliliters more and then the cup overfills. And we say, well, the 10 milliliters is what did it. Right. And it's like, yes and no. Like, yes, it is what caused it to spill over. But ultimately, like the cup was already full to begin with. Right. So ultimately, it's it's a it's amalgamation of stresses that really come into the body. If you want more on this, Hans Seeley is a great reference for this. He talks about something called gas, which is general adaption syndrome. Right. And he was talking about the body having multitude of stresses that basically led to an eventual breaking point. So I want you to think more holistically about your healthcare of like, what are the many factors that are coming in, the multifactorial components that are coming into my current experience? Um, oftentimes it's the weakest link in the, link in the chain that's actually breaking. And that's typically what people come to see me for. But um, oftentimes there's a lot more going on. So my goal is ultimately to work with somebody is to work on the person as a whole. I'm much more caring about the subjective experience as well as your experience in your life. You might not see improvement in the degeneration of your spine, but you might feel changes in your pain. So ultimately, I'm looking at not only how does the pain change, but how do you change as a person as the pain shifts? I have so many people, I, I can't tell you how many times I've had somebody come to me or come into my office and they want the pain to go away, but they don't want to change anything they're doing. And this is kind of an oxymoron state because I, I can't I can't change the pain without changing you as a whole. Like like something needs to change in order to it to change. And the only other option would be utilize a painkiller, which is just to mask it. Which if you want to do that, that's completely all right. That's up to you and your choice. And of course your healthcare is your right. But ultimately, if you want to change the pain, the state that you're in, you have to change what you're doing. You have to change yourself as a person something's got to change and it's you know it's the old old saying i hear it so oftentimes nowadays is you know doing the same thing over and over 
and expecting different results is insanity. And that's ultimately oftentimes when people come in and it's often because they're already in a stressed out state. So then there's not clarity or focus or proper association with their body. And that this is kind of a, a super important topic to kind of delineate in your mind. So I want you to really consider that in what ways in my life am I just looking to find the thing that's wrong with me, find the thing to fix me, finding the disease process and trying to cure it, right? Cure, fix, um, pull out or drug, whatever that type of process looks like. And what parts of you are you showing up in where you can realize, ooh, this is correlated to this in my life. My relationship with my family is relating to this. My relationship with my parents is relating to this. My relationships at work is relating to this. I'm talking a lot on relationships. You know, my inability to seek my passions or do my hobbies is leading me to being depressed, which is leading me to more susceptibility to pain, right? There's tons of ways and multifactors that come into it um, often. And I want to see you as a whole person. Ultimately, what that looks like on the other end is when you are, when I'm able to look at you as a whole person, then we improve you as a whole person. I want you to get the most out of life ultimately. That's my main goal with people coming in is I want to take you and I want you to access the limitless life. What does it look like when there is no limits on your life anymore? And sometimes that's being unbound from pain. Sometimes that's being unbound from holding back your anger. Sometimes that's being honest with your guilt, your shame. Uh, Sometimes that's getting uncomfortable. So there's a myriad of different ways that that can occur. And ultimately, I want you to start looking into that. Oftentimes, what I find with people that have gone to multiple doctors and they go, you know, one to the next and to the next to the next to the next is there is too much subject or objectivity, excuse me, on the person that's showing up. There's so much like diagnostic testings and they've probably been through the ringer of like trying to find what's objectively wrong with the person. And again, there's benefit in that. But ultimately what happens is you can't find anything or you find something, you fix it, but then it doesn't change their subjective experience. Nothing changes subjectively for the person. And then they get frustrated, so they go on to the next doctor, and then go to the next doctor, and then go to the next healthcare practitioner. Maybe they get into some, you know, Reiki or Qigong or whatever it is. They start trying on different things, and they keep looking for the thing that's wrong with them instead of sitting with these subjective experience. And we'll talk more on this. A lot of my stuff and my um, learning and teaching has come from Donnie Epstein. He wrote 12 Stages of Healing. He wrote the SRI Workbook, as well as uh, Healing Miss Healing Magic. Their company is Epi Energetics. Uh, of course, you're welcome to go look him up. And he is actually the creator of Network Spinal, which is the major technique that I practice in my office. And it's and we'll, we'll talk more on in regards to like the stages of healing, the importance of the stages of healing, as well as the different stages and how people show up into it. And like I said before, Epi Energetics has... Uh, a whole lot of stuff on this as well. Obviously, they're the creators of it, so obviously they got more information than I do on it. But of course, I'm going to give kind of my practitioner view and my experience of the 12 stages of healing in my own experience, right? I found when I, and and I'm going to speak a little bit more on my personal experience in regards to curing and healing, 
I found that the more I created a relationship with pain, it started having less weight on my life, essentially. I found that what happened was I started to love pain. And and this is probably going to sound in a weird way because it almost comes off like masochistic, but I started to love pain because I started realizing it's not my enemy. If we make pain the enemy, the issue is our body is the one producing the pain. So we start making an enemy out of our body. And this is kind of a really important thing because we start hating our body, basically. And so if if you could imagine like your body as a separate person that was outside of you, like you have your consciousness, your mind, you, right, your ego, you, and you were in a relationship with your body and you said, I hate you when you do this. I don't want to feel pain or I try to mask you or I try to shut you up or I try to put duct tape over your, you know, your mouth when you try to speak to me. And, and it's not always pain that our body speaks to us. It speaks to us in a myriad of different ways. But in, in this case, when you start to mask it, like how would you think if you did that to a friend of yours, how would they respond to you? It would probably get more ag- aggregated, agitated. They would probably get pretty flustered, um, pretty uppity, and pretty pissed off. And so we get surprised when we you know, take a painkiller and we mask the pain, and then the pain gets worse. And uh, admittedly and arguably, it could be because we're feeling the differentiation between feeling no pain and then feeling the pain come back, and that you know differentiation creates you know a, a refreshing of the pain. But ultimately, I often see that the pain will keep increasing, and essentially, it's like their fire alarms going off. So if you bash off your, you know, if you mash your fire alarm and tell it to shut up because it's so loud and noisy, you know, you're like the classic like 4 a.m. You know, fire alarm starts going off because the batteries are low in it type of thing. If you mash the fire alarm, but there's an actual fire, like (laughs) that's not good ultimately. And you can imagine essentially what the body's doing is just making the fire alarm louder because like, hey, there's a fire. Hey, there's something wrong. Hey, something needs to change. And this is something Donnie speaks on a lot, which is the whole point of pain is to interrupt your life. And I want you to really chew on that and and really sit with the embodiment of that. Because it's really important. And that's like, what would happen if you had the relationship with pain where you said thank you when it came up and you started asking the pain, asking your body Show me more. What are you actually trying to show to me? Why are you interrupting where I'm at in life right now? What are you trying to reveal to me? What are you trying to adapt? What's changing? What's alive in my body? A very different thought process and a very different type of consciousness around pain. Typically, we really jump to reduce pain. And it's something that's very classically embedded in us as humans. I think Freud hit it right on the nail, which is we avoid pain, run away from pain, and run towards pleasure. And so our first instinct, and that's only a part of our brain, that's only part of our body, our first instinct is when we experience pain is we don't want to feel it. And that's completely okay. That's a natural response. I mean, that's <laughs> it's a completely normal response. You shouldn't shame yourself or guilt yourself for, for experiencing that at all. 
And when we step above that, we step around that and we ask like, what's really going on here? What's really alive in my experience? Why is my body showing me this message? Why is this message coming up? And it's usually because something needs to change. Something you're doing in your life is not working anymore. And this this kind of goes into the subjective experience and the importance of the subjective experience because ultimately there's that is essentially the language that your body is using to speak with you. Yeah, we can like label it and find specific things and see consistency among diseases. You know, we can get like specific probabilities and how it shows up, right? And when I like exactly when like I have somebody come into my office, what I'm really paying attention to is how do they feel about how they feel? What is their relationship with their pain? They're getting frustrated or pissed off and they're like, you know, I, I hate this pain and it's annoying because I, I just want to work and I don't want to think about this pain and I just want it to go away. I want it to go away. And when I hear that, my first thought when I hear that is, what's their relationship with their work? Are they overworking themselves? Maybe their body's trying to tell them to slow down. Maybe you're pushing yourself too hard, right? There's some type of relationship in their work that I'm curious about in regards to their pain and the way that they informed it. Maybe they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so frustrated with my pain and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm aggravated because it won't let me spend time with my family. Or maybe family never comes up for them. You know, maybe they never talk about their family. Maybe they just seem completely disassociated or dispassionate about their family. And my next question is like, what's going on there? And so I kind of start approaching it like a curious kid. And uh, I definitely advise this with your own internal experience. I've found so much magic in sitting with my body and asking that very question. I can't tell you how many times I've literally just placed my hand over the area of pain, taken a deep breath into it and just said, what the heck is going on here? You know, I'm like asking my body, speak up. What are you trying to tell me? What's trying to speak here? What part of me is trying to speak here? What is my body really wanting? And I can feel my body respond. And it's it's quite it's quite amazing to experience. It is like actually putting your hands on part of your body, and it just it seems. Oh, what's the term for it? It, it seems so like like that's that can't be true. It seems so unreal. It, it's like there's no way that putting my hands over an area of my body, breathing into it would all of a sudden make me understand why I'm in pain or all of a sudden relieve the pain or change the pain. And I I often tell people about this experience when I'm talking about SRI, which is somatic respiratory integration. It's somatic work from network. And I tell them this story. I was like, this happened not too long ago. This was like six months ago or something. And I literally placed my, I I woke up in the middle of night about like, it was like 12 or one o'clock in the morning and I just had wrenching gut pain. I definitely didn't, I ate somewhere that I <laughs> definitely didn't work out for me. And so I did what I know best, which is asking my body pain or sitting with the pain. So I had that gut wrenching pain. I had like eight or nine out of 10 pain. And my first response was put my hands over it, breathe into it, sit with it. And what's amazing is I immediately went from like a nine out of 10 pain and it dropped down to like a six or a five immediately. And I was flabbergasted myself, even though I know this work. I was I was really taken back by it. And what happened was ultimately, like my body purged, like it just you know, um, full disclosure, like full diarrhea and everything, and all, a lot of that back end stuff. Um, and 
what's amazing is I didn't like feel the need to relieve myself until I like breathed into my body. Like I didn't feel the need to actually go to the bathroom until I did the breath and sat with the pain for a second. It's like almost like my, my gut was all like knotted up. And the second I breathed into it, it unknotted and released. Right. And it, it immediately felt better. And so it's interesting to actually have the live experience. It's one thing to like hear me talking about it. Imagine like some party views right now is like, like there's no way that breathing into an area and literally just asking your body like, hey, what's going on could have any effect on the body. The more authentically you do it, the better. Um, ultimately, I find that it really keys you into something unique. And oftentimes I see people when they just do that, it changes their experience with the pain. And again, and my goal isn't necessarily to get rid of the pain. Sometimes that's why people come in, but my goal isn't to get rid of the pain. My goal is to find where change happens because I want to change you as a person. Like that's my main focus. So if your relationship with the pain changes, I get excited. That's awesome. And that's exactly what happened is I was in bed, right? I took a breath into my body and my relationship to the pain changed. It started out feeling knotted and then it felt, felt unknotted, right? And so what happens? I go to the bathroom and all of a sudden, like my body relieved itself. So the breathing and the breath work and the focused intention didn't get rid of the pain, but it eventually led to the actions and led to the eventuality of the thing that would get rid of the pain, which was relieving my bowels. <laughs> um, I feel like it's kind of crappy to talk about this in the first episode, but anyways, um, too late. Anyways, <laughs> so just a quick recap, just things to think about. What is your relationship with the healing in your life? And transition from illness to wellness, right? The I-ness to the we-ness. And what's your relationship with trying to cure disease, trying to fix some part of you, trying to find something to fix even? What is your relationship with those two things, healing versus curing? Thank you so much for listening to the Limitless Life podcast. Always remember to follow if you're not doing so. And make sure to share with people that you think that might benefit. As always, make sure to either send us a comment, give us some feedback, let us know if there is some topic that you want us to hop into. And as always, if you're looking for a healing practitioner out here in Tucson, Arizona, my name is Dr. Keith McLaughlin with Limitless Chiropractic, and you can schedule a free consult online at www.limitlesschiropractic.org. Of course, just hop on the website, click schedule now, and follow the steps. And I will see you soon.